It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Attention, nerds. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, Maybe you can hire the Riley and Kimmy Show. Oh, Father, the monster, it's here. I've seen it. Nonsense. Yes, he was standing outside the window, staring at me. Your nose won't let the storm. No, no, it's here, I tell you. Kimmy, I got one name. Oh, that's right. The monster is here. Episode 557. I have a feeling the monster would disagree on who the monster is in the studio. I think I think Kimmy would say, uh, it is I, Patrick Riley, who is the monster. And well, that's up for debate. And you can determine that by the conclusion of this episode, this fun-filled, nerd-filled episode, which all our episodes are, or at least we try to. That's our, our goal. Welcome to 557. I am your host, Patrick Riley. The question is, is she a monster or not? She's next to me, at least for the time being. She has not bolted out of the studio. Hi there, Kimmy. Hello. Are, are you okay being identified as the potential monster? Sure. All right. You like that? Because we all know who truly is. We do? Who? 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 Me? Are you saying me? I hope you're not. I, I really I really do. Now, on Sunday, uh, long before we sat down to record 557, matter of fact, in all honesty, it is Monday, the day we're recording this, and the day it will be available, correct? Mm-hmm. But on Sunday, after Kimmy recouped from being at a collectible show, actually a comic book show on Saturday... Uh, we went out and about and rendezvoused with one of our very good friends that we want to give a good shout out to right now. We want to say hello to our good friend, Ed Tucker from Jacksonville. Hello. 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 Yeah. Hello, Ed. Yes. Ed is a promoter, by the way, of a good, big, collectible show. Now, I'm I'm going to be quite candid here about the world of conventions and something we attended, okay? Mm-hmm. We attended a very nice comic book show. There were some complaints, though, and I will be candid on that, uh, about it not being a very big toy show. And, okay, I'm telling you what. We didn't know what we were walking into where it comes to toy-wise with the show. Correct, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. But I know what I'm walking into when it comes to the Jacksonville Retro-Rama show because you know why? We've been there before, and we know the promoters. We know John, and we know Ed Tucker. They're the two, the the driving forces behind this, and they're both big time. And I mean huge. I mean big toy collectible collectors. That's right. Also, you know, uh, action figures and statues and things like that. Right, Kimmy? It's one of the best toy shows I've ever been to. It is huge, is it not? It is. It is. It's a very nice variety of toys. An example. Now, you know, when people find out that I'm into G.I. Joes, or I find out they are, I go, which ones are you into? Are you into the 12-inch, or are you into the little ones, you know? And I have nothing wrong with the little ones, but that's not my world. I'm into the big guys. You know, those, and I can find both those elements at this Jacksonville show, and that's rare. That mm-hmm. is extremely rare. Example, our good friend Ed. Now, what does Ed have? He has a lot of those 12-inch uh, G.I. Joes. As a matter of fact, because of Ed, I found a talking G.I. Joe with lifelike hair. Now, that is very hard for me to find. I could probably find it online, sure. But you know what? He did not hose me. 
he he gave me a great deal and it's a beautiful figure in my display i already had lifelike hair gi joe's but i didn't have one that talked and he he said i'll fill that hole for you and he did with the talking gi joe now you know i'm questioning do i want the uh, kung fu grip one now mm. i i don't know mm-hmm. but i and uh, oh by the way what action jackson he helped mm-hmm. me with Action Jackson. Mm-hmm. He helped me with Big Jim. Mm-hmm. To give you an idea. So that uh, kind of give you an idea of the feel of the show. And there's, you know, there's what lunch boxes and things like that, right? Yes, Kimmy? yes, Barbies. That's true. Um, old games, stuffed animals, tons of stuff. Uh, die cast, uh, Hot Wheels. Hey, this is the kind of place you might be able to find that. You know, the Red Line uh, Hot Wheels. Yeah, I'm talking the 1968 Hot Wheels. Yeah, you might be able to find those. Might be able to find Tootsie Toys, Matchboxes, things like that. Uh, Tonka. You know, I and I regret it to this day. The last uh, every it's about every six months they have a show in Jacksonville, and it was uh, well, let's see, it was uh, February, February of this year. We were at the event, and I had a Tonka in my hands that I put back on the table, and I didn't get, and I regret I didn't do that. Mm. I was a fool. So you might be able to find things like that, mm-hmm. and plenty of toys. I mean, and oh, uh, posters. I, I, did I mention posters? Classic. No, movie, not yet. Classic movie posters. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, vinyl. I'm talking about records. Right. Uh, those things called 45s. Mm-hmm. Those things called LPs. Guess what? They, there could be a big a, a big variety there. Yeah. I don't know as we speak. I TV have, and movie memorabilia. Oh, yeah. And by the way, this is the same place that Patrick found the original, not a knockoff, not a retro figure. The original Evil Knievel with stunt cycle and launching mechanism. Found it where? I found it in Jacksonville tonight Mm -hmm. at the Retrorama Pop Culture Collectible Show. It is a mouthful, but it is full of a lot of stuff. That's right. And let's say it together here. Retrorama Pop Culture Collectible Show, right? Yeah, there we go. Yes. What are some of the other things, Kimmy? Um, I think we pretty much hit on all the areas. There's also going to be some cool people there to meet. And Kimmy... Is there going to be a monster there? A real monster. Science couldn't explain it, but there it was, alive, in the deep, deep waters of the Amazon. A throwback to a creature that had existed a hundred million years ago, immensely strong and destructive. A woman's beauty, the bait that brought it out of its lair. See underwater thrills never photographed before. See Titanic underwater battles never dreamed of before in this most terrifying of the science fiction adventures. All right, Kimmy, I am all excited. What monster? Who is going to be at... The Retro-Rama Pop Culture Collectible Show in Jacksonville on August 9th, a Sunday. A classic Universal Monster. <gasps> yeah? Rico Browning. Oh, no! You mean the creature? Yeah! From the Black Lagoon. The creature from the Black Lagoon. Matter of fact, all three creature movies. Yes. Will He's be. gonna be there. And where's Live there? Live and in person. Where's there? Retro-Rama Pop Culture Collectible Show. In Jacksonville, Florida, on Sunday, August 9th, tell your friends, you know you know what, text somebody today, just text one person, say you got to go to this show because there's going to be the, the last of the original Universal Monsters right there. Going to be in Jacksonville on August 9th. This will be, a, this will be an opportunity to get your picture taken with a classic. 
A classic monster. That's right. And you know what? I've never met him. He's a monster. That's right. And I've never met him. And I've heard very good things about him. I hear, uh, you know, he's somebody that is very comfortable talking about the the days. What I consider actually the golden age of cinema. It was still in existence. Although... You know, some will argue, they'll say, well, you know, by 1950, but no, no, it, it was, in my opinion, still there. And, you know, he was part of that world. And plus, mm-hmm. if you want to hear stories about Florida, guess what? The creature was filmed in Florida. So mm-hmm. he can tell you some stories of, you know, Florida way back when. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool. So, you know, I, I'm looking forward to uh, meeting him and talking to him. Yeah. And so he will be there. Now, Kimmy, something else that's going on at Retro-Rama Pop Culture Collectible Show that you did not mention, that really has it it, it it got a post i think on one of their social media sites and ed tucker talked to us about it a little bit about it just a little bit mm-hmm. and i can just i can give you just a, a little hint about it I, i'm kind of you know sworn to secrecy here but i can reveal some things one of the things that i can reveal that's going to be happening at this event on sunday august 9th in jacksonville florida is that Retro-Rama Pop Culture Collectibles will have over $1,000 in cash and prizes to give away. Can you believe that, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Over I know it. Over $1,000 in cash and prizes to give away. Plus, I do believe, if I understood right, they do have a cosplay contest, too, yeah. right? They have a costume contest, and they have trivia contest. Uh, contest and door prizes. So, oh my, and lots I, of chances to win. And I, you know, I, I'm I kind of sworn a little bit to secrecy of this, but I'm gonna tell you this much: the chances to win are gonna be very good because they're not gonna be just giving away every now and then kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. I can say that much, can I? Mm-hmm. And working on maybe a fun thing to do that I'm really looking forward to do. I I, I, I just I, I wish I could say I can't say it. Yeah, but you know, let's just put it this way: it is uh retro related is that right Mm -hmm. if we can do that be part of this giveaway thing it'd be really cool so tell your friends uh you know if you're far away from jacksonville it's not that far away you know if you're in orlando or tampa uh or you know just if you're down on i-95 just come on up or you're up in georgia you know come on down and it's very easy to get to uh carpool nerd pool Mm -hmm. that's it nerd and geek pool that'd Mm -hmm. be kind of fun Mm -hmm. wouldn't it And, you know, we'd love to see you. By the way, the Riley and Kimmy Show will be recording an episode that day uh, for later playback. And you can become part of it. Talk nerd with us. And this is the next show we will be uh, as guests at. The next one I was asked that, you know, because we just recently did one on Saturday, last Saturday. And I had some people say, where are you guys going to be next? Uh, We're going to be set up next. Right now, that is the the next one. Now, Mm -hmm. that could change. You know, that's subject to change. There may be one before that. But right now, it is in Jacksonville, so be sure to tell your friends about that. We'd love to see you and just, you know, pass the word to everybody. Right, Kimmy? Right. And once again, thank you to Ed for inviting the Riley and Kimmy Show. Also, his partner, John, for inviting us there. I, I deeply appreciate that. I, I should say inviting us back. Mm-hmm. I guess they liked us last time. Mm-hmm. So, oh, 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 I can't. I think I can talk about this one. I wasn't restricted, right? They're going to show... A certain classic movie. Yes. And that is open to everybody. Everybody. They're going to be... Can, go ahead and say the movie. Um, Universal's classic, Creature from the Black Lagoon. You heard right. And did it... Now, you know, 
some things go in one ear and go out the other with me. Was I right that that will be at the conclusion of the show? Is I, it, I believe so. Yes. So and it's, know, it is. It's open to anyone. You don't yeah. have to uh, buy a you know buy a ticket to the convention. You can anybody's welcome to come on in and watch. That's right. So you know you know come to the convention and then call somebody and say hey you know let's uh, watch this thing. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, and they they can rendezvous with you. It'll be a fun fun time, and that's going to be happening. We are going to stick around for that because I would not miss seeing that classic movie. I I don't know how many times I've dun, seen. Dun, dun. It. <laughs> I have no idea how many times I've seen it, and I, I I oh I know me too. And you know what? I know it's not being shown in 3D, but I'm going to wear 3D glasses just to be weird. Okay. Okay. I, you I, don't have to wear 3D glasses to no. be weird. You're already hey, weird. Hey, hey, hey. Who's writing your material? I want to fire them. I want to get... You're just getting even with me. That's the way, Kimmy. See? I am writing my own, so I guess I'm fired. You know what? Hmm. We opened this up. Who's the monster and who's not? We've just proven who the monster is of the two. I was not attacking you that way. Shame on you, Kimmy. Shame. That's all I have to say. Now, on episode 557, we like to also say a big hello to somebody else, one of our other super friends. In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes, created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Yes, I'd like to give a big shout out to Jason Smith, good friend to the Riley and Kimmy show. Jason, uh, he posted something on our uh, social media page about a recent episode that we did of the Riley and Kimmy show where we talked about autographs right Kimmy Mm -hmm. we talked about autograph hounds right not fans people that well you know want to make a profit on the autograph and also we talked about those who have not really been to cons before and may not have the right expectations they may not really know the protocols they may not realize that a photo op is only a few seconds with that that celebrity yeah it can be different if you're at a table and they do a selfie Okay, Mm -hmm. but we're talking the professional photo ops. It's not a hugging time. It is not a kissing time. It is not, you know, to ask about on episode 55, why was such and such done? No, it's not that. It is you stand on your mark, get your picture taken, and you move on. (laughs) That's right. I mean, that's basically Mm -hmm. the way to do it. And do you ever really remember the photo being taken when it's being taken? Kimmy, be honest with me. You've had quite a few of them done. Do you actually remember the moment it's taken? When yo know, does that does that can you pull that up? Does it stay in your memory, or is it like it happens so fast that's and then you have to look at the picture? And go wow, I was there. <laughs> no, I try to remember what they say to me because they might say something to you, you know, like I don't know, and it it sticks, tries to stick, you know. I yeah. try to remember it and okay, Would it's you? it's very brief, but right. it's it's a very cool feeling as as long as your expectations are. As long as you know that that's the case. That's that's what it is. And um, it's it's very precious. And, and I love that. And I just want to stress that because there's been a lot of complaining I saw on a certain, uh, you know, a certain con, upcoming cons uh, site about uh, a couple of uh, iconic uh, personalities coming to the area of Tampa. <laughs> and so people just don't realize, A, yeah, it can be expensive. And B, you know, they just don't understand that. You know, the photo ops are quick and things like that going on. And so we were talking about that heavily on the episode. And we were also talking about those that get the autographs who don't even give a darn about the celebrity. And Mm -hmm. I I have issues with that. I don't mind you collecting autographs. I don't think, I think that's great, especially if it's, you know, people that you love, people that mean something to you. Mm -hmm. um, Not if you're just getting it to, to sell it as quick as possible or wait till they die. 
uh, to sell yeah. because there are those. And that's where our show, that episode was about. Now, Jason responded to that. He said, uh, let's see, late to post, catching up on the last few days of podcast, but I had to comment on something you talked about. Totally agree with you on autograph hounds and eBay flippers. It's partly because of them that prices have risen as high as they have. What's worse is when one of them sometimes makes it where a fan there, because he wanted to meet the celeb, doesn't get to because this leech sucked up all the signing time with his stack of items to get signed and then flipped for profit. It's something that crossed over to my main hobby of collecting sketches at cons. People used to be able to go up to the big names in the comic industry and get quick head sketches for free or a commission at a reasonable price. But people would take those free sketches and sell them on eBay for insane prices. The artist did those out of the generosity of giving back to the fans, hoping the person who got one would appreciate it. Instead, they find it on eBay. What really makes me mad is the flippers who take up the limited spots on the artist commission list. They usually get vendor badges and are first in line. The normal fan just can't win. I've seen this hobby of mine morph in just the last 10 years from a fun con experience to a wallet-breaking, stress-filled rush to hopefully get on an artist commission list. Bright side of this is I discovered Artist Alley, which has many talented artists who sometimes do an even better job than the big names at a much better price with no stress. Sorry for the rant, but these people who go to a con just to get something to flip for profit just irks me. They totally miss what a con is supposed to be. And he's not ranting. I don't think Jason's ranting at all, do you? No. And I, I, I really have to say, you know, thank you, Jason, for expressing that. I mean, he understands where we're coming from. You know, once again, I, I have a very good friend in Central Florida. I won't out him. Uh, he has autographed, you know, photos and autographs, you know, the uh, the glossies of the, you know, the, the, the eight by tens that the, the celebrities put out and also of himself with them, the celebrity photo ops. He has them in books, mm -hmm. you know, like big notebooks, and you just flip through them, and he can tell you a story. He can tell you that con, where he was, what he did, what show he liked, what he said to them. And it's a, I could sit there and talk to him for hours with that I mean, book. it's a book of treasured memories for yes. him. Yes, and I have a, a very good friend up uh, in your hometown area of Chicagoland mm -hmm. who uh, she is a huge autograph collector of people that means something to her. She has probably the largest collection of Vincent Price autographs I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And and his original artwork says, you know, he painted as well. And she would never sell those things. And that's not her thing. You mm -hmm. know, and, and she just and she would give you stories, you know, I met such and such here and I love this movie that they did or this T V show. Mm -hmm. And you know, that is what it's all about in my mm -hmm. opinion. Mm -hmm. For me it's not so much an autograph, it's the a memory of that experience of meeting that person is so um such a such a good memory usually usually <laughs> uh you know there, there usually yeah there there i'm not going to say who it was but the, there was one celebrity in the last 10 years that we met and i i didn't want to meet this it was a guy and the reason was because he was part of my childhood mm -hmm. and he was a he was a movie and television star and at one time very big in like 1970s on tv um and you know i mean he he was kind of iconic and at the time he was in a major motion picture or just come off of it and a matter of fact two of them and uh he just he wasn't there 
I mean, he was just, you know, he was lifeless. You know, oh, you're, you're thinking of somebody different than I am. Okay, well, let's don't uh, reveal anybody's name there because I'm not okay. trying to embarrass anybody. You know, that that <laughs> that was one, the only, you know, one of those experiences where I'm sitting there going, wow, I wish I hadn't met that person because they, they tarnished that, that, that childhood memory. Mm-hmm. You know, generally, like 99.9% of the time, it is not that at all. Right. You know, generally, the individual wants to be there, mm-hmm. you know, or knows they're there. That's the key. I don't think that one knew they were in Orlando. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I think they thought they were some other planet at that, <laughs> that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it can be a, a fun thing. But, yes, if you're going to, you know, conventions and things like that, please understand, you know, there there will be lines generally, especially the bigger cons with the higher name celebrities. In some cases, though, yes, they still or they're starting to uh, do uh, selfies. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to say uh, way back. I mean, we're talking way a long time ago before cell phones. They did allow, you know, the, the Instamatic camera thing or whatever, you know, at the table. They didn't really have the huge celebrity photo op kind of thing going on. Then that became to be and, you know, that got phased out. But, you know, now it, to me, it seems like that's opening up in some cases where they allow the selfie um, more. And I'm surprised recently at a convention, I won't name which one, in Orlando that some very, you know, Big names now in a certain TV show were allowing selfies, mm-hmm. and you know they they allowed that whole thing, and they they encouraged it. Matter of fact, even a year before that, uh, somebody who is extremely big on a certain TV show I will not name, uh, he was very chatty and very friendly and loud selfies. You know he wanted that. He was okay. Mm-hmm. With it. Actually, the selfie experience I had with him uh, was better than the photo op experience I had. Mm. It was longer. Mm-hmm. And, and it was just, you know, a better positive experience. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, go with, uh, you know, just open my, and don't gripe if they cut off the line. That's one of the problems. I was talking to a uh, uh, a volunteer of cons, and, and it was a couple. And they do, like, every convention within, a you know, probably a 200-mile radius or more. As a matter of fact, they do Dragon Con, and they live in Central Florida. And they're volunteers and been for a number of years. And that's one of the problems that I asked is, which one of your major problems? You know, what is the headache? The, they go cutting off a line and people not understanding that there's a panel that's going to be happening and that the autograph session has to stop now, but it'll, it'll restart, you mm-hmm. know, after the panel an hour later or roughly. And people just don't get it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and that what they say is the big thing. So, you know, be nice, you know, protocol, you know, be, be you know, think of everybody else around you because you know, let's keep it friendly. That's, mm-hmm. that's the, the main thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Enough anxiety in the world there is. You need to forget the anxiety when you go to the con. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, Kimmy, it's time for us to talk about something else. Do you have any clue what we're going to talk about? No. Well, a toy? As I suspected. That's right. That's what we're going to talk about, Kimmy, because a very good friend of the Riley and Kimmy show, giving a shout out to Mike Kales, gave us something which, matter of fact, goes right in line with what Ed Tucker, who's a big collector, and us we're talking about on sunday when we had our big lunch with him about toys that aren't worth anything anymore they've lost their value and also hoarding toys and collectibles in the first place that really weren't ever going to be worth anything and you know just being aware that you're not necessarily going you know you should be collecting because you like the toy not to be mm-hmm. collecting the toy because you want to cash in on it <laughs> We have a list due to our good friend Mike Kales of 15 toys and action figures that have gotten more and more worthless over the course of time. Now, here's the question for Kimmy. 
who was not paying attention while she had lunch with Ed and I, because Ed and I were really talking major nerd and geek. And Kimmy was, you know, I know, I know, I know she was doing the, the stimpy thing on me there a little bit for a few seconds. Going, wah, 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 wah. Okay. All right, Kimmy. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if you remember any of this, and that, so it's not really cheating, but I, I have a feeling you, that we kind of bored you, the two of us. Come on, admit it. We did kind of a little bit. I, I know that. That's okay. You won't offend he or I. Can you name one of the toys on the 15 that, you know, is worthless? Beanie Babies. That's right. The Thai Beanie Babies, number one on the list. These are the poster babies for once hot collectibles that have become more and more worthless over time. That's according to Matt, the editor of Dinosaur Dracula. A couple of them are still valuable, but not most of them. The thing with these dolls, I don't know if I call them dolls, would you? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, they're calling them that. All right. Okay. Was that they were partially pitched towards collectors who really hadn't seen the ups and downs with other collectibles. So they bought the hype at face value. People would invest in doubles and even triples, believing the dolls to be some sort of low-cost, low-risk stock certificates. This wasn't even true when they were popular, and it certainly wasn't true when the fad faded. Many of those Beanie Babies barely sell for the original retail prices today. That's if you can find a buyer and many of them sell for way less. Mm-hmm. Now I, you know, we've ten, we tend toy and collectible shows. I don't really see them there. Do you? No. Or maybe my 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 toy radar is just not not zeroing in on those. Or you might see some in a basket for a couple dollars. You know. Okay. All right. And you know, and Ed went on how you know Ed deals with liquidations because one of his businesses is is dealing with you know collectibles and toys and stuff like that, and you know people that need you know, things to be sold. And he told me he, he had a, a, a lady recently who had, I don't remember how many said tubs of those. And she started crying when he told her that he didn't, you know, that it was worthless basically. Mm-hmm. And she didn't like that. Well, there is an option. If you have those donate them, mm-hmm. that's what I say. Donate them to a thrift shop, like a humane society thrift shop, let them sell them and help somebody. It doesn't have to be the humane society. That's just somebody or a group that the Riley and Kimmy show does deal with and that we donate to. And that'd be a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because as they point out, it's not going to change. They're not going to go up in price. Right. And plus Edwin in details how they could deteriorate over time just in storage. Mm-hmm. So there, that's kind of a comforting thing. Right. Name one other, Kimmy, that's on the list here. Mm. Can you do it? Mm. I guess Kimmy cannot do it. Number three on the list is the 30th anniversary Star Trek Barbie and Ken figures. Oh, yeah. Remember those? Oh, and I remember when yeah. those came out, everybody's like, oh, I'm going to have those. Oh. I, I know somebody, and I don't know if they found a way to unload them, that has, in your hometown, 50 of those at least. <laughs> they may have bought even more of those. You know, they were buying those at the time. They were buying Harley Barbies, this individual. And I was like, I, you know, I don't know if I'd be buying that many of those. Well, they bought a lot of those. You know, and I'm like, okay, I don't know if they, I, I have a feeling they probably still have them, don't you? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, join Barbie and Ken for a special mission aboard the USS Enterprise. That's what the promotional spiel for the anniversary doll. Can you tell me what year that came out in? 96? That's right. Woo. It was Barbie's dream starship. But even though people try to charge up to $70 for this duo in eBay, you can still find them for $10 or less. Now, that's what a toy expert by the name of Mike Mozart with Jeepers Media explains. He says, Barbie dolls usually lose lots of value. Plus, who actually wants to own a Ken doll in a Captain Kirk uniform? Or a related note, 
There was Elvis dolls that were basically Ken dolls dressed as Elvis, which have also plummeted in value over the years. Now, I, you know, I think I, I do have that Star Trek Ken and Barbie in storage. I'd have to pull it out and take a look at it. I think, it, I do remember it, if you still have it in its, you know, box display. It did have Ken and Barbie on the bridge of the Enterprise, and there's a picture like they're in this, you know, diorama type thing. I think Shatner may be in that picture. There's they're on one side of him, and you know, she's on one side and he's on the other side, and got the captain's chair. Some people call it the box. You know, he's sitting in the chair. I think he's there, and he's got you know, like his hand uh, on his chin, looking out. You know, Kirk is. If that's the case, this is gonna sound uh, very, uh, you know, very gruesome. But you know, if he passes on, then maybe, maybe you might have a limited window of it being worth more than ten dollars. I don't think so, though. I mean, don't gamble with that, you know, that, that thing. And that's actually sick, you know, to be holding it for that purpose. Me, I have it because I collect Star Trek stuff. And you know what? I think it kind of looked cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be kind of honest uh, back then. And there's quite a few others, including the Cabbage Patch Kids, which made the list. The early Cabbage Patch Kids sparked a huge feeding frenzy. I remember in one of the markets I was working in radio at doing, uh, I don't remember if I was doing mornings or afternoons at the time, uh, there were people fighting at a certain store over cabbage patch kids. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I mean they 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 were biting each other and stuff like that. And got, <laughs> I remember reading that I was like, "What in the devil? We we saw that on a side note at a certain restaurant selling teeny beanie babies. Remember that? Mhm. Remember I think it was like Twigs the Giraffe. Some people went crazy over. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And, and police came and involved it was it was ugly. Well, anyway, the cabbage patch kids, same thing. Uh, they're not really worth that much. At one time, they briefly sold for hundreds of dollars each, but then they came crashing down into dirt, and you can easily find them cheap online, according to the experts. So you know, they once were scalped for big bucks. They are no longer that. Now, there's more on the list. You can check it out. Find it right at our our website at RileyAndKimmy.com. Any surprises there for you, Kimmy? Mm, no okay no. How, how about those furbies uh furbies uh, was mentioned i think on the list as well i uh, can check that out that you know they didn't have yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's other things too including uh you know uh, certain star wars items as well so hmm. you know if you yeah you might be surprised and star trek makes it on the list of something else of star trek items as well and there's other things too maybe kimmy's furbies there find that out right at our website which is rileyandkimmy.com now you know what wednesday is every wednesday in the world of nerdum kimmy sure it's new comic book day as you know i'm quite keen on comic books Especially the ones about superheroes. That's right. We are here at the Riley and Kimmy Show. And it doesn't have to be superheroes. It just has to be comic books. That's right. It can be Golden Age, Silver Age, Bronze Age, Modern Age. It can be any time period. It can be any universe. That means the big two, DC, Marvel, or Independence as well. Now, coming out on Wednesday's brand new product to comic book stores. Now, I tell you what. We here at the Riley and Kimmy Show don't have a darn thing invested in a comic book store where we don't say, hey, you got to buy this issue because it's the greatest thing on planet Earth. Uh-uh. We don't work in that way. We're not recommending stuff that way at all. Just give me a quick idea of some things that are going to be in stores that you might find of interest. And just a quick look, uh, some new issues that are out. Let's see. IDW has Godzilla in hell. Issue number one. Title alone might be worth collecting with IDW. And you can find that in your local comic book store. For a mere SRP of $3.99. And something else that will be there in the comic book store as well this week. That's right. This Wednesday is... Ready for this, Kimmy? 
hmm. is a trade paperback, which is really worth getting. I, I think you know this iconic cover by Alex Ross on the, mm. yes, it's it's Harley dancing with the Joker, and it's Batman Harlequin trade paperback. It is in stores, and it's an iconic Alex Ross cover. Yes. And that alone is worth uh, checking out in shops. And SRP is $19.99. And for those who want to have a little fun or have some maybe young'uns in the house, it is Adventures in Friendship hardcover, volume number three for My Little Pony. I know Kimmy's going to say, hey, you got to go get that My Little Pony for me. And let's see, moving over to the other end of the spectrum of age, Predator, Fire and Stone, trade, trade paperback, $14.99 in stores as well. And for the fan of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe and just everything around Hydra, it's Hail Hydra, number one, Marvel Comics, $3.99 in stores this Wednesday. And that's just a brief list. We have the complete list that includes all the product, you know, like the T-shirts, mugs, things like that, you know, uh, action figures, toys, and the comic books and graphic novels. And it also includes both universes and the independents. And that's right on our website. And where's that, Kimmy? RileyandKimmy.com. Yes, please check that out. And by the way, something else to check out, when you are at the comic book store because we had some friends post some things about uh, the the well over the weekend the past weekend the Batman versus Superman trailer became uh, released correct mm-hmm. it's pretty it's pretty long and did you like it Kimmy that's all only thing I'm gonna ask I'm intrigued okay you're intrigued by it that's kind of what the stuff I was getting from a, an, a closed group I belong to of nerds on a certain social media site. But one of the questions one of the nerds kept throwing out is like, well, how's Wonder Woman going to fit in? And, you know, they're, it, it, they're blending multiple sources, in my opinion, of comic book and graphic novels over the course of time of Batman meeting Superman and, and that. Now, one of the problems, by the way, that I have with that trailer is I do not, and I don't want to be negative, but I, I'm, I don't care for Luther. This is, to me, what I'm seeing here, that is, you know, I, I, unless he's getting a... a what's the word I'm looking for? He's getting mental issues because of exposure to kryptonite, which is possible. You know, maybe he's getting a little, you know, punch drunk. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't get the sinister thing. I just got creepy. You know, not this powerful individual. You know, to me, Luther is very powerful. You know, and uh, he, you know, he is the villain, but he's also somebody who can fool society. You know, you know Lex Luthor is the villain. I didn't get the villain thing from him in that Mm-mm. in that uh, trailer. I am the villain of the story. Yeah, I got more of a villain from the Smallville guy, mm-hmm. didn't you? And mm-hmm. of course, the classic Lex Luthor, which to me is very hard to top, is Clancy Brown. No, you need me. You wouldn't be much of a hero without a villain. And you do love being a hero, don't you? The cheering children, the swooning women. You love it so much. It's made you my most reliable accomplice. Accomplice? What do you... You could have crushed me any time you wanted. And it wasn't the law or the will of the people that stopped you. It was your ego. Being a hero was too important to you. You're as much responsible for this as I am. So go ahead. Fix it somehow. Put me on trial. Lock me up. But I'll beat it. And then we'll start the whole thing all over again. That's Lex Luthor. That is Clancy Brown. That is, a, you know, that just he's, just, he's just bad. And I wasn't mm-hmm. getting that. That's the only, and I mean, I'm being nitpicky, okay? Otherwise, you know, I love this film already. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I just got to say how much. And Wonder Woman, people are going, how's Wonder Woman going to fit in with this? Well, they kind of already delved with that in the past. There is something when you go to your comic book store on this Wednesday, by the way, if you don't know where one is, go right to our website at RileyandKimmy.com. We have a comic book shop locator available right there. Gets you within 1.5 miles, up to 50 miles to comic book shops right by your area. So you'll be able to find one, I guarantee it. Ask about Darwin Cook. New Frontier, because he covered this a long time ago, how Batman, how Superman, how Wonder Woman all kind of connected, especially when one was out to kick the other one's butt. I have to do what I think is right. That's what a lot of the others said at first, remember? And now Batman's a fugitive, the whole Justice Society's retired, and our man's dead. No matter how much good we do, deep down, people are always going to be scared of us. Isn't that why you and I signed those loyalty oaths? Take a look around, Cal. Oaths don't mean much here. All I see is suffering and madness. But... There's the door, Spaceman. Yeah, that is kind of a little bit there, give you an idea of, uh, you know, some things going on. I think Zack Snyder's borrowed from that, of course, borrowed from Frank Miller's no hidden thing with that. But people are missing that the Darwin Cook thing, I think, is an influence as well. Batman and Superman go against each other. Superman goes after Batman in that version. And the Batman actually kicks his butt. I'm going to do a spoiler. But Wonder Woman intervenes. She stops him from doing the ultimate. And what you're getting in this movie, that is what Wayne is going to do, is the ultimate. Batman is going to kill. I mean, it's getting to that that level. Because he's going to take this threat away. That's, you know, and, and that's what they're pumping up there. And she, in my opinion, they'll borrow from Darwin Cook. She is going to intervene. She is going to be what's going to make them be friends because there's going to be some ultimate crisis that's going to cause the formation of the Justice League. Darwin Cook wrote this a long time ago, became an animated uh, car, you know, cartoon. It's great to check out. It's available in uh, you know DVD rental places. Don't know if it's on Netflix right now. It's called New Frontier by Darwin Cook. It's also Justice League New Frontier video, the, the animated thing if you don't want to read it, but I suggest reading it. It's really cool because he blends just how they all got together. It's a really cool story and it's fun and it it, it might give you some insight there. Also, how kryptonite plays a part, which I think a little bit is going to be borrowed with this movie. Just a, just a tiny bot. Just just a little bit tiny part. So check that out when you go to your comic book store, and you'll be able to find that. And uh, might, yeah. And by the way, talk nerd at the comic book store. Say, hey, what do you think of that trailer? You think Darwin Cook's part of this? You know, that kind of thing. And it'll be fun. They'll, they'll love you and just tell them that you heard that from the Riley and Kimmy show. Say, yeah, the crazy man. Yeah, he was talking about that. Now, we're going to conclude the Riley and Kimmy show with something that's very special for us here, Kimmy. And that is some music from local performers in the Central Florida area. Now, the group is called Outdated Slang. Very good friends to the Riley and Kimmy show. I encourage people to check out their Facebook page. We have a link to that right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Now, I checked a little while ago, meaning like a couple days ago. I think you've probably checked before since I have. Uh, Any announcement on their CD yet? No, I haven't heard. Okay, so but they are getting a CD. It is being being pressed. I know that, but it's not been really released yet but they do have the single out from that cd that's about to be available for the public and we have it right here i really love you to check it out stay with us for this because it you know i guess the word haunting is what's going to be uh, used out of my mouth here to describe the vocals of katie roberts of outdated slang here is the song that we're leaving you with please check it out and if you like it go right to their website at rileyandkimmy.com to find out more Here's outdated slang with 14 hours on the Riley and Kimmy Show.
can't stop running from the love I can't stop running from myself Dated Slang, the new song for them. It's their new release. It's called 14 Hours. And be sure to check out their Facebook page. You can find that right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. By the way, on vocals is Katie Roberts. She's also uh, doing guitar work as well. Terry Moore on drums and keyboard. And Ray Nash on bass. They are based in DeLand, Florida. They will be performing at uh, certain venues and certain locations in the very near future. And a compact disc CD all available in the very near future. Matter of fact, could be uh, this coming week. We'll keep you updated right here on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Be sure to tell your friends about us. You can find out more information about the Riley and Kimmy Show and archive podcasts and also links to our social media. If you friend us, follow us, and like us, we do the same right back with you. You can find that right at RileyandKimmy.com. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.